and we are live. Welcome back to Takes by Fans. We got a great show for you today. As always, we are live every single day at noon Eastern. If you want to watch live, head over to twitch.tv slash Takes by Fans. If you want to watch but not live, head over to our YouTube channel, Takes by Fans. We post all of our shows and clips of the show there on a daily basis. And if you just want to listen, we are on podcasting apps, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. So however you want to watch or listen, we've got you covered multiple ways. Alrighty, today's a big old Thursday, and we don't have anything really big going on today, unfortunately. Uh, just kind of breaking down the NBA. There's a tweet I kind of want to talk about in the NFL, but my tweets aren't loading, so we'll see if I can bring it up on my secondary device. But uh, just kind of breaking down the NBA from last night today on the show picking out the best bets for tonight. Uh, moving forward, tomorrow we are going to be wrapping up the NFL season, taking a look at what our predictions were that we had. I think we did it like a week before the official season kicked off in the NFL. Uh, so we'll revisit that. Where were we right? What did we get right? Where, what did we get wrong? Putting a nice bow on the NFL season. Uh, so that's coming up tomorrow. And then every day after, I want to kind of get a... Final, just kind of final thoughts out on every single team heading into this offseason based on what happened with that team this season. So when we're, you know, two months into the offseason, three months into the offseason, four months into the offseason, five months. In, I mean, what do we got to wait like seven months, eight months, nine months before we get anything uh, back to kind of NFL. So I want to kind of get our final thoughts uh, of the NFL season with every team, write it all down so we have it on the record. Just so when, you know, it does come, you know, three, four, five months down the line and we're hearing all these new narratives and everyone's trying to kind of, you know, rewrite how the season went down and all that. We have a fresh reminder to be like, oh, okay, we, uh, all right, you know, time and some rose colored glasses, maybe clouding our judgment of what actually happened in the season. So we'll be doing a couple of teams, maybe a day. We'll see. Maybe it will take a full team a day. I don't know. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll try to do a couple of teams a day writing out the final thoughts on how the season went and all that and then after we're done with that then we will get into our NFL draft prospects looking at a draft prospect every single day leading up until the draft and then when the draft happens when we got the draft April so we got January, February, March, April, May I think at the end of April is when the USFL kicks off so then we'll get into that and then that will take us right into the NFL season so don't worry folks we are still talking NFL just today we don't have you know uh, the most most time in the world, and I want to really save um, our uh, NFL preseason predictions to tomorrow's show when we do have more time to talk about it uh, because there were a lot. We did have a lot of predictions, folks. It, it filled up two big old Google slides worth of predictions, so want to have the time with us. So basically just doing the NF uh, NBA today, one maybe potential NFL story to talk about, but that's going to be the show uh, for today. So let's just kick it off. Can't wait till tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's show should be good. Uh, and we'll see where we were right, where we were wrong on the NFL season. So here we go. Let's start breaking down the NBA from last night. We had three bets going on last night. Uh, our sponsors played, and y'all already know that automatically cashes. Folks, you don't have to worry about when we talk about our sponsor. They're our sponsor for a reason. It's not like we're betting on these or, uh, you know, claiming a new sponsor every single week. No, we know. Oh, the Knicks are not good, folks. They are our sponsor. Betting against them every single time they play, regardless who who they play, good team, bad team, everybody full healthy for the Knicks, everybody out for the Knicks, it does not matter. They will not win any game moving forward or cover any spread moving forward. And we've seen that, folks. And when we went to, when we get to that game to break it down, it's just <laughs> it's just classic Knicks, folks. That's how much faith we have on this Knicks team, folks. We make them the sponsor of our show because we know we will always hit betting against them. Um, so we had uh, three bets going. One sponsor bet and then two other ones. And we did pretty good. We had two of three. A team letting us down big time. And uh, we're going to be talking about that team and kind of taking them out of kind of the upper echelon tier. So... 
But uh, here we go. First game up here. We get the Hawks at the Magic, and the Hawks take care of business. No problem winning 130-109. to Nice 21-point win here for this Hawks team. Trey Young getting it done. 22 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, 4 or 5 from the 3. Very well done. Uh, but uh, then we get Kevin Herter, 15 points. We get DeAndre Hunter, 14 points. Daniel Gallinari in the starting lineup, 11 points. And then here we go. Bogdanovich coming off the bench. Looking like starting Bogdanovich off the bench, and that's exactly where we need him. Bogdan Bogdanovich coming off the bench, 25 minutes, 23 points, led the team in scoring, six assists, and he shot nine of 13 for the field. That is exactly what we need out of Daniel or uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. So. Well done, and it seems like, once again, the Hawks are comfortable of leaving Bogdan Bogdanovich coming off the bench, and if we get this type of production, we don't even need, like, 20-plus. I just kind of need, like, 15-plus. We love the 20-plus, absolutely. Um, so we'll see if Bogdan Bogdanovich can keep this level of play up off the bench because that's what the Hawks need. They need some depth here, and that's exactly what they got last night. Bogdanovich, 23 points off the bench. DeLon Wright, 10.6 rebounds off the bench. And then Onika Okongwu in only 20 minutes, 12 points and 6 rebounds coming off the bench and then even Lou Williams, yes they still have Lou Williams and how unfortunate is that, Lou Williams I mean he's really just not kind of in the forefront of any media, um, hasn't really been all season long but a nice solid 9 points 4 assists, 2 rebounds in 17 minutes coming off the bench, so Hawks getting a little bit deeper out here. Didn't have to rely on Trey Young to put up 35-plus points for a nice dominant win. And, uh, you know, then we got Clint Capella. Only 8 points, 9 rebounds, just subtly taking care of business against this very, very lackluster Magic team. And, man, oh, man, where do we go wrong with this Magic team? We bought into them for about a two-day stretch. Never bet on them. We never got to that point. But we were looking at thinking about betting on this team. And over the last, what, two weeks here, just never really living up to the potential potential that they may have had. So Cole Anthony had a night last night, 23 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, all that was fantastic. Jalen Suggs with a nice 19 points. Mo Bamba at the 5, 11 points, 9 rebounds. Franz Wagner, 12 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, alright. And then Wendell Carter Jr. with a double-double, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Nothing really great off this bench here. No double-digit score coming off the bench for this Magic team. And once again, that's what we need. We need some depth here. Uh, all, everybody in the starting lineup had solid performances, but nobody besides Cole Anthony truly had that kind of great performance that we need from multiple players on a team if they want to have a chance to win. So this Magic team is just classic Magic. Nothing great about them. Cole Anthony has, you know, a great performance every now and then then but just there's just no consistency with their other role players here and nobody ever steps up to be the true number two here for this magic team so uh, you know we gave them their chance and uh, they really did nothing with it so losing by 21 when the Hawks weren't they on the back-to-back -back, that's why we didn't uh, bet them last night it's just like come on magic you got to do something at some point and they are just not getting it done. Sold out at the end of last season, trading all their pieces away. Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and now still trash. <laughs> still trash and losing teams. So, man, oh, man, Magic fans out there, I apologize because this team is just, it is, I don't know how you can watch this team. That's exactly what it is. I don't know how you can watch this team overall, honestly. Not a good team at all. Uh, Hawks just absolutely blow them out, 130-109. to 109. All right, next game up here, and folks, this is why this is why we don't bet the back-to-backs right here. The Celtics lose to the Pistons. What the hell is that? You just go and dominate the 76ers, and then you lose to the Pistons? The Pistons were on like a seven-game losing streak, and you lose to them? That's why we don't bet the back-to-backs. Back of course, we know the Celtics are way better than the Pistons. What did this line end up at last night? Well, I, I, I think it was like Celtics minus, I want to say it was maybe pushing double digits a little bit last night. What did this spread officially end up at? Well, yeah, Celtics minus 11 and a half at closing, and they lose by one, folks. Do not bet back-to-backs. We have our reasoning, and here is exhibit number 542. 
of why you don't bet back-to-backs. So well done for the Pistons. I mean, we were waiting for this Pistons team to win a game when Jeremy Grant back in the lineup, and we finally got it. Jeremy Grant last night, 24 points, 2 steals, 3 assists, 2 rebounds, getting it done, a plus 5 on the floor, and that was the second highest plus minus, only next to Corey Joseph, who only put up 5 points and 4 assists, but he was a plus 7 on the floor. So no great scoring offense, but I guess he had some nice defense on him to give him that plus 7. We had Cade Cunningham. Yes, sir. 20 points, 6 assists, 8 rebounds. Yes, that's what we want to really see from Cade Cunningham on a nightly basis. Alongside Jeremy Grant putting up to 24 points. Alongside Sadiq Bey putting up 20 points, 11 rebounds. I mean, these are kind of their three best players. No, Cade Cunningham, Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey. Maybe you can put Isaiah Stewart in the top three. Maybe take out Sadiq Bey. But overall, we need their kind of quote-unquote big three to step it up and that's what we got last night so is this going to be a turning point for the Pistons uh, we don't think so but we'll see we'll give them the benefit of the doubt here hey you got to start somewhere get a win and beating a Celtics team on the road that's a pretty good place to start especially what we've been getting from this Celtics team I want to say they're like nine and one in their last ten, and truly have just kind of been winning us over a little bit um, uh, over these last uh, few weeks, absolutely winning big time games here. Like you know, especially blowing out the 76ers the other night. That's a huge win for them. But well done for this Pistons team. Everybody getting it done. Isaiah Stewart, 12.6 rebounds. And then we get Kelly Olynyk sneaky off the bench. You know, we, we've seen Kelly Olynyk be very, very good. And haven't really seen his production be anywhere good at all this season for the Pistons here. But uh, 15.6 rebounds coming off the bench in 16 minutes. We will take that absolutely. So Pistons get the one-point win over the Celtics team. And now we're good with Marcus Smart. We were a little worried that Marcus Smart would be out for a while here. But he almost went last night like it was kind of a you know a game time decision whether Marcus Smart was going to play or not so he's not going to be out for too long here did miss last night so a little bit why they lost last night is because they don't have that depth at the guard position uh, getting rid of Dennis Schroeder at the t trade deadline. Marcus Smart goes down, and luckily you trade it for Derek White, who can fill in at the one. But other than that, you've got nothing. Peyton Pritchard, Aaron Nesmith, I mean, what are we doing with them? <laughs> they, they cannot be in the starting lineup at all, folks. We've seen what happens with them. The Celtics team has not developed any of these players, any of these young players over the last two, three seasons, so cannot expect them to step up in the starting lineup and truly get it done. Uh, so, you know, we can expect a loss here for the Celtics last night. And, uh, yeah, how, how a little disrespectful by Vegas. No Marcus Smart. So, you know, lackluster at the guard position on the back-to-back -back and still put them minus 11 and a half. Jeez, jeez, jeez. All right, so uh, the Celtics, they kept it close, and they were leading all game, just kind of floundered at the end. We had Jalen Brown, 31 points, 6 assists, 2 rebounds, just unfortunately not enough. We had Jason Tatum doing his thing, 22 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, so the superstar is getting it done. We had Derek White filling at the filling in at the 1 for Marcus Smart. We had 9 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. He also had 3 steals, 2 blocks, so not a bad overall performance by Derek White, and we love Derek White. We like When the trade happened, we were championing it. Uh, Derek White is a huge addition to the Celtics team, adds to their depth of the guard position, another bonus benefit there, and Derek White, I take Derek White over Dennis Schroeder any day of the week, so fantastic there. Just unfortunately, he was not efficient last night, shot 30% from the field in one of six from the three. We get Al Horford uh, at the starting five, 19 points, seven assists, seven rebounds. Grant Williams at the four, 17 points, three assists, three rebounds. So all that was good. We still had Daniel Tice coming off the bench, four points, three rebounds in 15 minutes. But other than that, man, oh, man, the Celtics team, they need that depth. And without Marcus Smart, they are not deep. So hopefully we get Marcus Smart back in their next matchup here so the Celtics can kind of, you know, get rid of this bad taste loss from last night. But we definitely need Marcus Smart back out here for the Celtics the man you know the man, the man is real good folks Marcus Mart has really won us over so uh, but the Celtics lose by one 112 to 111 to the Pistons last night well done to Jeremy Grant getting the win finally Alrighty, next game up here is the Wizards at the Pacers, and the Pacers get the win here, 113-108. Wizards kept it close, but, you know, just nothing really great there. But uh, Tyrese 
Halliburton finally getting a win with this Pacers team. 21 points, 14 assists, 5 rebounds. Yeah, it took 17 shots. We want Tyrese Halliburton to be the main focal point of this Pacers team. And that's exactly what we got last night. So fantastic there. Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton kind of, you know, fitting in here with this Pacers team. We get Buddy Heald last night at the 2 now. 15 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds. Only 1 of 5 from the 3 here, but overall getting it done. Points, assists, rebounds. We'll definitely take that. Definitely need that by Buddy Heald. Terry Taylor at the 4, 18 points, 9 rebounds. O'Shea Brissett, 17 points, 6 rebounds. And then Jalen Smith at the 5, 8 points, 3 rebounds here. But this bench of the Pacers, Tristan Thompson, 17 points, 6 rebounds. Land Stevenson, 11 points, 4 assists, 6 rebounds. So much depth here at that big position. So all you just need is Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald to put up the points. And now we're rocking and cooking with the team here. So I think we're starting to kind of buy into this Pacers team. No Goga Batazzi, no Chris Duarte in the backup. Bigs get it done. So let's see if this Pacers team is going to turn a corner here and start rallying off some wins here. It is just against the Wizards, so we're not going to get too big on this Pacers team just quite yet. Uh, but, you know, we'll keep an eye on them. Currently at the 13th seed in the Eastern Conference. And, man, oh, man, do they have their work cut out for them. Just to get into the top 10 for the playing tournament, they're about 10 games back, folks. So, uh, Pacers, that is an uphill battle right there. But they may be able to do something. So, we'll see. Definitely got to start putting and stringing wins together here. And, once again, you got to start somewhere. Just like... The uh, the Pistons from last night getting the win got to start somewhere. The Pacers got to start somewhere as well. So we'll see if this is going to be a turnaround by these two teams. Most likely not, but we'll give them their dues. We'll give them their chance and their respect and their benefit of the doubt here over the next couple of games. But got to start stringing some games together here. All right, and then for the Wizards last night, Kyle Kuzma, really solid game last night. He was a plus five on the floor, so that's absolutely fantastic. Um, there was no other uh, positive productive player in the starting lineup last night. So Kyle Kuzma, 26 points, 6 assists, 15 rebounds. He was not efficient at all. The man took 27 shots and shot 33%. So he was efficient from the 3, 6 of 12 from the 3. We'll give him that. But overall, 33% shooting Kyle Kuzma. Let's get that up a little bit. You've got to be the leader here. I want to buy into Kyle Kuzma. I want to kind of, you know, believe that he's a little bit better. Um, I, we can't put him in superstar. Can't put him in all-star. Uh, what's below superstar and what's below all-star? I don't know. Well, what do we call it? Just a great player? <laughs> a great player other than that? I want to put him in that great player tier, but uh, you've got to kind of be the leader at some point and truly step up. And, you know, against this Pacers team, you know, this is a winnable game for the Wizards and the fact that they didn't win it and Kyle Kuzma wasn't more efficient still letting us down a little bit so I want to believe in Kyle Kuzma and these are great numbers 26 15 and 6 but we got to see wins good stats with not with no wins I mean that's not impressive to me folks I'm not going to champion that that's not that doesn't get our attention in the betting aspect or the cheering aspect or anything like that so Kyle Kuzma man oh man gotta start leading the team to some wins be that leader on the floor we had uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope KCP out here, 27 points. He led the team in scoring. Nothing else real good with the starting lineup. I mean, we had Warul Neto at the 1, 10 points. He had 8 assists. We'll give him credit for the assist. Corey Crisper at the 2, 9 points on 1 of 6 from the 3. Thomas Bryant playing the 5, only taking 3 shots, putting up 4 points. Off the bench, Denny Avidije gets it done, 14.7 rebounds. You know, we love that man coming off the bench. And he was a plus four on the floor in 31 minutes. The only other player besides Kyle Kuzma who was a positive on the floor. So we know we can count on Denny Avidije. Maybe put him in the starting lineup at some point. But, you know, what they've been rocking with here, once again, they've gone from first to now... 11th in the Eastern Conference. So, and I get it. No Bradley Beal, but he's out for the season. So, somebody's got to do something. Kyle Kuzma's got to step up and truly be the number one here for this Wizards team. And this is a good start, but let's start putting wins together. Winning, winning. Got to see wins here. And this Wizards team is lacking in the win department over the last couple of weeks. So, 
We'll see if this Wizards team and Kyle Kuzma can truly kind of be a number one option. I don't think that happens, but well done for the Pacers getting the win 113 to 108. All righty, and here it is, folks. The Knicks game of the night. Always hitting, betting against the Knicks. And that's exactly what we did last night. Nets win when they were down 28 points. The Nets were down 28 points and still won the game. Do you know how many times we have said that over the last month of the Knicks having a big old lead, 20-plus points, and still lose the game. They lose games out here. This is not a winning team. That's why you must fire Tom Thibodeau right now. He's a defensive guy. He preaches defense and when you're going to preach defense in the NBA, you're, you better hope you close out games. That's part of defense. Able to have a lead, hold on to it, and close out in the fourth quarter. So they're not doing that. So the coaching is not working. So why are we still sticking with this coach? Tom Tom Thibodeau, you must be gone. They must get rid of that man. And honestly, now that we know that uh, owners actively will kind of pay head coaches to throw games a la in the NFL with Brian Flores, hey, $100,000 every loss. They must be doing the same thing with Tom Thibodeau and Tom Thibodeau is taking that money. And it, I don't know how much money it is, but the fact that he's blowing 28 point leads here against this Nets team and you know, I don't want to knock on this Nets team because Seth Curry and Andre Drummond have been looking pretty gosh dang good. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, alright? You're blowing 28-point leads to them? To those two players? What? Tom Thibodeau is easily pocketing all this money by losing games out here. Man, oh, man. But once again, hey, if, if Tom Thibodeau's getting paid to lose games, then we've got no problem betting against the Knicks to get our own money. If people are getting money, folks, we're going to get a piece of that money. You think I'm going to be the only one not getting money out here? What are you, crazy? No way. We're going to be the first. I'm going to be like one of the first ones getting them some money if it's out there. Uh, give me that money. Give me the money. And that's why the New York Knicks are our sponsors, folks. They blow leads. They don't win games. They're not good overall. They are, they're so good in like the first two quarters. That's when they really hit their stride. But then for the rest of the game, they blow it. We know this. That's why they're our sponsors, folks. We don't just take any team willy-nilly and slap the old sponsor tag on them and be like, oh, this is the sponsor of the week. No, 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 no. What do we do with the Panthers folks the final like seven weeks every single week those are that's our sponsor for the rest of the season and we cashed in the final seven weeks the Knicks folks they're our sponsor for a reason you can have confidence betting against them the Knicks minus four and a half hilarious remember when they were minus nine and a half a couple of nights ago against the Thunder another game that they blew a big time lead and lost overall this Knicks team is full of clowns folks a lot of clownery going on here in New York Knicks basketball damn 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 so, Nets get the big old win. They were plus four. They went out right down 28. No problem. No problem. And the Nets get the win 111 to 106 for this Nets team. Seth Curry, 20 points, six assists. The man was a plus 27 on the floor. Seth Curry in this Nets team, they were down 28 points at one point, and Seth Curry still exits the game at a plus 27. Absolutely magnificent. Andre Drummond, 11 points, 19 boards, 11 and 19. Absolute masterful job, folks. Between Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, that pick and roll game was on fire all game long. It was so beautiful to watch. Love the resurrection of Andre Drummond's career. Love Seth Curry getting all kind of some respect that he truly deserves of a kind of superstar, of a brother of a superstar. So Seth Curry getting tons of credit. We love it. 
We got James Johnson, 14 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, getting it done. Patty Mills still letting us down. Patty Mills was here before Seth Curry and Andre Drummond came in the trade. He's played with Kyrie. He's played with James Harden. He's played with Kevin Durant. But this man is still letting us down. We need Patty Mills to kind of be the number one option on this team. Uh, but Seth Curry was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm better than you. I'll take that number one option here. So Patty Mills still letting us down. There's really no... No bad ability or believability in Patty Mills at all here at all. Um, if it wasn't for Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, I don't, I don't know if you were taking the Nets plus four last night. But uh, man, oh man! But Patty Mills, eight points on third on fifteen percent shooting, two of nine from the three. Can you step it up a little bit more, please, Patty Mills, Patricia Mills, Patrick Mills? Come on, Patty. Uh, we have LaMarcus Aldridge, always cool, calm, collected, love it, man, oh man, so good, 18 points, 10 rebounds, and then Cam Thomas coming off the bench, 21 big old points to help out this Nets team come back down, 28 points, man, oh man. So the Nets truly getting it done. And then for the Knicks, Julius Randle did his thing. 31 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists. Truly let us down, though. So we make fun of the Knicks all the time here. We get our digs in on the Knicks, you know, calling them our sponsor, all of that. But the Knicks got the last, last, last laugh last night, folks. Once again, you know, I don't tell y'all anything that I would not do myself, folks. We talk about betting against the Knicks so gosh dang much, folks. And I had a same game parlay going on last night and it was beautiful folks it was so gosh dang good five leg same game parlay folks we had the nuts plus four and a half well bingo bango easy peasy they went out right i had andre drummond uh over 20 plus points rebounds assists and the man had 30 32 fantastic over the 20 plus then i had evan fournier on the Knicks, over 20 points, rebounds, assists. And Evan Fortier had 16-3-2. Just got it over at 21. Bingo, bango, moving on. Then we had Seth Curry, over 25 points, rebounds, assists. The man had 26-1. That's 27. Bingo, bango. On to our fifth and final lag here, folks. And what does Julius Randle do? He lets us down big time. We had Julius Randle over 45 points. Points, rebounds, assists, and the man had 44, 44, 31, 10, and 3. We needed over 45. 45 plus. 45 wasn't even a push, folks. We would have won the five-legger out here, but we lose a five-leg same-game parlay because the Knicks want to kind of get the revenge of us calling, calling them out on a gamely basis out here. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, damn, damn. So thank you, Julius Randle, who missed one free throw last night. He went 7 of 8 from the line at one point. Bingo, bango. That cashes, folks. Damn, damn, damn. So Knicks ultimately getting the last laugh last night, but uh, we'll still be laughing because this Knicks team will still be losing games. So who's really going to get the last laugh? Let's wait until the season ends. All right, let's see who's laughing then. But uh, Julius Randle, an overall good night, 31-10-3. Just unfortunately, you know, missing out on our same game parlay. Womp, womp. Uh, we have Evan Fournier, like we said, 16-3-2. And, and that man starts off good, but then is trashed down the stretch. All the turnovers, all the bad plays. And that's what we get by the Knicks, so, which is just so wild that Tom Thibodeau still has a job. Why? Why? He's defense. He's a defensive guy, a closer guy. And this team cannot close and looks awful in the fourth quarter. I just don't understand why they're still keeping Tom Thibodeau. Um, he's actively ruined. I mean, there's some talent on this team. Julius Randle's a good talent overall. He can be dominant. We've seen glimpses. We saw that all last season. Has has gotten out to a, a really slow start this season, but has kind of picked it up over the over the last ten games. He man's really kind of been balling out. Always still coming up short, though. Truly unfortunate. So something's got to be done here with this next team. Um, do they even have a chance here, folks? Do they even have a chance to make some playoffs? Uh, currently the 12th seed in the Eastern Conference, and they're about four games out from being inside the top 10 for the playing tournament. So, I mean, switch something up. Do something different. But uh, what you're doing right now is just losing after losing after losing. What do we got in their last 10? This Knicks, <laughs> this Knicks team, 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Just absolutely pitiful, folks. Truly trash.
Um, but then Emmanuel quickly getting it done off the bench. 18 points, 4 assists, 6 rebounds. Once again, why is he not in the starting lineup? Why are we not developing uh, Emmanuel quickly? Cam Reddish in the starting lineup with Julius Randle and all that. Get rid of Kemba Walker. Evan Fournier is nothing consistent, nothing clutch at all. So try the young guys. Test them out. And that's what's so frustrating in the NBA. They, you know, NBA, you know, they love the stars and they love the big names. Kemba Walker's a big name. Evan Fournier is a little bit of a big name in the league here, but they don't win games. They don't help and contribute to winning games out here, but here they are still in the starting lineup, still kind of getting minutes over, you know, young and emerging, potentially flourishing talent in Emmanuel Quickly, Cam Reddish, Obi Toppin, but here we are, so... Man, oh man, the Knicks, um, you know, will keep, you know, they're still our sponsor, obviously. We're not going to lose our sponsorship with this Knicks team. Not right now. Uh, you know, we'll do maybe a three strikes and you're out rule where, you know, if they're, you know, winning, you know, three games in a row, maybe then we move off of our sponsorship. But, you know, that that's not going to be anytime soon. So this Knicks team, absolutely trash. Well done for the Nats. They won kind of the, the, the battle for New York. Knicks, absolute garbage. Knicks are absolute garbage. They are just a trash team overall. There is nothing good on this Knicks team. Nothing good. So, well done for the Nets here. Um, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, man, oh, man, loved everything that I saw from them last night. And what we've seen from them, what do they got? Two games, three games with this Nets team already? Man, oh, man, they've just been on fire, folks. Absolutely on fire. So, the Nets get the big old win here, 111-106. to all right, next game up here is the Kings at the Bulls, and the Kings still can't get a win here. Sabonis on a new team still does not win games, and the Bulls get the win here 125 to 118. All righty, for this Bulls team, DeMar DeRozan, 38 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds on 59% shooting. Get that man in the MVP discussion, folks. We can't say he's kind of top two just because he has more talent around him uh, than kind of Joel Embiid and Jokic have. And we're going to be talking about Jokic because I think maybe he should kind of be the number one, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But DeMar DeRozan needs to be in the conversation. 38 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds on 59% shooting. The man is efficient, folks. We see that every game by him. We get Vucevic down low, 21 points, 10 rebounds. We had Ayo and Kobe White in the starting lineup together. No Zach Levine. So Ayo at the 1 and Kobe White at the 2. Kobe White, 31 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. We love Kobe White, 6 of 11 from the 3. And then we get Ayo, 12 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. Another solid performance. So this could work out pretty well, folks. If Zach Levine or DeMar Rosen need to kind of take a game off here and there you slide whoever you know is still playing Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan you put them at the three and then have AO and Kobe at the one and two yes 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 very well done and then let's also shout out Javante Green to round out the starters 15 points six rebounds and really it was all the starters that got it done last night so you know no depth ability there just because you do lose Zach Levine so Kobe White does have to go into the starting lineup but what we do get back is Derek Jones Jr. he's back he's healthy finally love this man we we know he's super athletic, just needs to find his role a little bit more offensively. We know he's a good defender, but just need to find his niche a little bit more offensively and how we can help out this Bulls team overall. Uh, but getting a little bit more depth here when Zach Levine's good to go, uh, he's not going to be out for long. Uh, but, uh, you know, when he's good to go here, we get Derek Jones Jr. and Kobe White both coming off the bench. I like it here. So this Bulls team, uh, probably currently the best team in the Eastern Conference, honestly. Um, once again, we've lost all faith in the Heat. Bucks are always really solid. Cavs are really solid. So it's really a Bucks. Bulls, Cavs, I would say it's the top three in the Eastern Conference. And then when you get James Harden with the 76ers, can definitely put them in the top three. Absolutely. Got to see how they play after the All-Star break. Uh, definitely don't like the 76ers team at the current moment with just Joel Embiid out there. But once they get uh, James Harden, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be almost unfair to watch. It's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be unfair to just watch it, let alone be playing on the same floor as James Harden and Joel Embiid. But hopefully it lives up to the hype because it's it's got to live up to the hype, and it should live up to the hype. Um, but uh, for the Bulls, folks, very, very good, solid team out here. Love it. 
All right, and then for the Kings last night, Sabonis, 22 points, 8 rebound, uh, eight assists, 12 rebounds, 2 steals, classic Sabonis game. We had Darren Fox going crazy, 33 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds. Justin Holiday, 18 points. Harrison Barnes, 17 points. So, really solid game overall. You know, they kept it close against the Bulls team, so we still give the Kings credit for that. But once again, we need wins out here. Uh, we had Dante DiVincenzo, 9 points, 5 assists, but on 25% shooting off the bench, got to be way more efficient than that and that Chimezi Metu coming off the bench with 11 points in 16 minutes solid work overall but King still losing Sabonis still losing nothing else is new well done for the Bulls getting the seven point win 125-118 win all right, next game up here is the Blazers and the Grizzlies, and the Blazers get the win here, 123 to 119. And John Morant did play last night, so this Blazers team, I love it, folks. I think this is a good team. Even losing Norman Powell and losing Siege McCollum at the trade deadline, this is still a good team. We have big believability in Anthony Simons, and he got it done last night. 31 points, six assists. Josh Hart is who they got in return in a trade. 22 points, six assists, seven rebounds. Nurchich still getting it done 32 points eight rebounds four assists so that's the new big three here in Portland Anthony Simons Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurchich and we saw a huge game by Nurchich last night took 17 shots and uh you know we know Josh Hart can score he's a shooting guard but uh we know CJ McCollum loves putting up the shots and loves kind of being the number two option for this Blazers team so without McCollum maybe Nurchich can flourish a little bit more offensively down low at the big position which just frees up Anthony Simons a little bit more frees up Josh Hart so you know this could be a little interesting folks a huge win for the Blazers last night and I still love their betability being high very high so even though this Blazers team has gone you know through a lot of uh changes over the last couple of weeks I still love everything about this Blazers team and that's exactly what we were saying why we felt comfortable that uh, they maybe traded Damian Lillard we believe in Anthony Simons and 31 6 and 3 folks on 61 percent shooting yeah that's exactly why we believe in the man fantastic so everybody in the starting lineup truly got it done last night for the Blazers besides C.J. Alibi, who uh, shot 0%. The man took six shots and missed it all. Got to the free throw line twice and split them. One point. Come on. Get it. Get it. Get it together. Uh, and then we had Ben McLemore, a nice, a nice solid bench production out here. 14 points, two rebounds. We will take that. Absolutely. Alright, and then for the Grizzlies, really not a good loss here. I believe they were on the back-to-back, -back, is that correct? Uh, but John Moran did play this game, 44 points, 11 assists, fantastic night. We had Desmond Bain, 30 points as well, 5, uh, five rebounds. Steven Adams, 2.6 rebounds. We had Jaron Jackson Jr. put up 7 points, but on 20% shooting, that wasn't anything good. Uh, so it was really just John Morant and Desmond Bain doing all the work offensively and uh, just coming up a little bit short over this Blazers team. So well done for the Blazers getting the 4-point win, winning 123-119. to all right, next game up here is the Raptors and the Timberwolves, and the Raptors get the win, 103-291. Nice 12-point dominant win here. This Timberwolves team, man, oh, man, as soon as we're on the cusp of trying to bet this Timberwolves team and truly buying into them, they've been kind of letting us down. Anthony Edwards shooting 0% last night. 0 of 8 from the field. He put up 6 points because he got to the line 10 times and only made 6 free throws. So, I don't know what the hell is going on with Anthony Edwards, but this little stretch of games that he's been in, not putting up nearly enough points is truly leaving a bad taste in our mouth. And I think we're going to be done with this Timberwolves team until after the All-Star break where hopefully Anthony Edwards can get a nice rest and kind of replenish and get back to what he's been doing and what makes him such a dominant player of just just being great and physical and putting everybody on posters and, you know, being efficient with the basketball. I don't love what we've been getting from Anthony Edwards here for this Timberwolves team, and that's resulting in their losses, folks. What do we got with this Timberwolves team in their last 10? Uh, are they 7-3 and three in their last 10? What the heck? Is that correct? The heck? I just know Anthony Edwards has not been living up to the hype here of 7-3. and three. So, all right. They've been carrying the slack there, but not last night. Anthony Edwards, a minus 8 on the floor and not enough points there. 
Uh, we had Carl Anthony Towns, 24 points, 11 rebounds. DeAndre Russell letting us down in the scoring department as well. Eight points on 18% shooting, two of eight from the three. So, man, oh, man, when only one leg of your big three is kicking, that's why they're losing, and that's why they are 7-3 in their last time because Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell were kind of picking up the slack for D'Angelo Russell. But no no slack was picked up last night, man, oh, man. We had Patrick Beverly, 10 points. And then we had Jaden McDaniels, 18 points coming off the bench here. But that was it. Leading scorer, Carl Anthony Towns, 24 points. Second leading scorer, Jaden McDaniels, 18 points. Third leading scorer, Patrick Beverly with 10 points. That's not going to get it done, folks. We know this. We see it. And uh, that's exactly what happened last night for this Timberwolves team. So, man, oh, man, come on. Anthony Edwards got to be way better than what he's been doing here. Bad, awful stretch. Hopefully he can get out of it. All right, and then for the Raptors last night, we had Pascal Siakam playing the four. Once again, we've seen him at the five. We've seen him at the two. And last night playing the four, 17 points, nine assists, nine rebounds. Good game overall, shot 41%. We had Ken Birch at the 5, 8 points, 4 rebounds. Gary Trent Jr. at the 2, 30 piece, 30 points, 2 assists, 4 rebounds. Scotty Barnes, no Fred Van Vliet last night, and this Timberwolves team still loses. Come on. So we had Scotty Barnes at the 1, 9 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. OG Ananubi with the solid 10 points. And then coming off the bench, Thaddeus Young, yes, 10 points, 5 rebounds. Love the pickup of Thaddeus Young here for the Raptors. That is such a great, great pickup with the coachability of Nick Nurse. Man, oh man, and he's get, getting it done a plus 16 on the floor in 20 minutes. That was the highest for that team last night. And then we had Precious also coming off the bench, 11 points and 6 rebounds. So, great win by this Raptors team, shorthanded. Great coaching job by Nick Nurse. And once again, Siakam having to kind of be shifted around because no Fred Van Vliet. So, have to move Scotty Barnes to the 1 and all that, moving everything around, put him at the 4, and he still gets it done. So, Raptors, fantastic. Love them. Nick Nurse, fantastic. Absolutely love it. And once again, Pascal Siakam needs your consideration for an MVP consideration. <laughs> so Raptors get the win 103 to 91. All right, next game up here is the Spurs at the Thunder and the Spurs take care of business getting the win 114 to 106 over the Thunder last night. For the Spurs, we had DeJounte Murray. Really, everybody in their starting lineup truly had a nice night. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 18 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. Devin Vassell, 15 points. Six assists, five rebounds. Jacob Podol down low. Jacob Podol, folks. Man, oh, man, I love it. Such a great big, and I really want to put him in Tier 1 big, but just unfortunately we can't because the Tier 1 bigs, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, A. Anthony Davis. I mean, come on. I mean, Jacob Podol's good, but he's not as dominant as those other bigs are in the league. But, man, oh, man, top of the crop of Tier 2 big, absolutely. Jacob Podol, 20 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists. Sheesh, shooting 71% down low. You got to love it. Uh, we had Keldon Johnson, 22 points, 2 steals, 2 assists, 7 rebounds. And Doug McDermott with a nice 16 points as well. And then coming off the bench, Lonnie Walker, 17 points, 5 rebounds. Everybody getting it done for the Spurs last night. And then for the Thunder, still no Shea Gills Alexander, still no Lugans Dort. So it's just Josh Giddy all out there by his lonesome. He had 17 points, triple double for the kids. Shout out to that. 17 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Trey Mann had a nice performance, 24 points, 6 rebounds. Isaiah Roby at the 5, 17 points, 12 rebounds. And then coming off the bench, Theo Melendon, 22 points, 1 block, 2 steals, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, getting it done in every facet. And then we get Alexev Puko Sovetsky still coming off the bench, but 10 points, 10 rebounds. So not bad overall by the Thunder team. And once again, they, they play a little bit better without Shea Gills, Alexander, Lugans, Dort, which is crazy because they're their best players. But shout out to the Thunder team. They got a win without them, and they were competitive against, you know, this is a solid Spurs team. And it's not like the Thunder are any good. You know, they're bottom of the barrel team. So being competitive against anybody is always kind of, you know, a, an accomplishment, honestly. So shout out to the Thunder for keeping it close. Still end up losing, but kept it close. Well done for the Spurs getting the win 114-106. 
All right, next game up here is the Rockets and the Suns. And once again, we get the Suns going down to the wire here against a Rockets team. Come on, come on. And I know Chris Paul got uh, ejected last night, but still, damn, to only win by three against the Rockets. So we love the Suns, and they are winning close, which is, once again, what we said yesterday. It is a benefit winning close games and figuring out how to win close games because the Knicks can't do it. The Knicks can't close out a 28-point lead to save their lives. That is a skill of how learning how to play to close out a game. So we still give credit to the Suns, but you know we're talking about the Suns team being one of the best teams in the league, like the best team in the league. I think I would put the Suns team as the best team in the league at the current moment, and they're letting bad teams kind of creep up on them and be competitive all the way up into the fourth quarter. And, you know, ugh, I want to see some blowouts by the Suns team. I want to see them take care of business. And we haven't really been getting that too much lately. Uh, still a good win. Still give him credit. But let's start blowing out some teams here. So for the Suns last night, Chris Paul only playing 19 minutes before the ejection, 11.6 assists. Devin Booker, 24 points, 8 assists. DeAndre Ayton down low, 23 points, 9 rebounds. And then McCall Bridges getting it done, 17 points and 7 rebounds as well. The bench had really solid productions here. Almost four double-digit scores, three of them on the verge scoring 9 points. But overall, getting it done offensively. Cameron Johnson, 14 points, 4 assists, 5 rebounds. JaVale McGee, 9 points, 6 rebounds. Always great off the bench. And only played 10 minutes, folks. 9 and 6 in 10 minutes, we will absolutely take that. We had Torrey Craig coming off the bench, 9 points, 4 rebounds. Aaron Holiday, 9.6 assists, 3 rebounds. So everybody picking up the slack without Chris Paul here, and they're able to hold off this Rockets team where we had Ja'Shawn Tate, 22 points, 10 rebounds. Alperin Sengun, 19 points, 14 rebounds. Very well done. Dennis Schroeder getting into the starting lineup here for the Rockets, coming from the Celtics, and he had a great night. 23 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds. Kenyon Martin coming off the bench, 11 points, 6 rebounds. Eric Gordon in the starting lineup, 20 points, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. So a very well done job by this Rockets team. Everybody in the starting lineup getting it done. Solid bench production from Kenyon Martin, but overall, it is this Suns team, great team, defense locks up at the, uh, you know, end of the fourth quarter, you know, they'll let you kind of, you know, come close, but they don't let you win games, and that's why the Suns only having 10 losses, that's why they're so gosh dang good, and probably the number one team in the NBA at the current moment. So, Suns get the win, 124 to 121. All right, final two games. Here we go. Uh, this game we did bet on here. We got the Nuggets at the Warriors, and we took the Nuggets plus five points, and they win outright because of a nice buzzer beater. But let's have the lead up to the buzzer beater. Steph Curry, 11 seconds left, down one point. And you know this is Steph Curry, folks. Uh, takes the step back mid-range. It cashes and gets the foul. Makes it a two-point game. Um, and then, so, uh, we had the Warriors going up by two with about six seconds left, and here we go, and this is why Jokic maybe should be the front runner of the MVP and not Joel Embiid. Uh, I want to kind of talk about that as well. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second, but, I mean, look at this. Jokic down two points with six seconds left, gets the inbound pass, dribbles in to the paint here, and could have taken, like, a fadeaway jump shot, or just a fadeaway two-point shot shot to tie up the game, but he makes the extra pass. Look at the vision. No look pass by Jokic. Gives it to Monte Morris at the three. He cashes out the buzzer beating. Winning game. Winning three there, and they get the win. 117-116. Shout out to Monte Morris for hitting the big three, and then shout out to Jokic for not kind of being selfish. He's the number one scoring option. He's the superstar on this team. You could have had Jokic take that mid-range fall away jumper to tie the game but he makes the extra pass the right decision and it wins them the game a huge shout out to Jokic going 35 8 and 17 last night a monster performance and you know uh, for the 76ers and why Joel Embiid I mean he couldn't even beat the, uh, who, the Celtics the other night couldn't even beat the Celtics and got dominated and, dominated and wasn't kind of that leader and they get blown out all the time we see the 76ers team you know, get blown out here and there. And that's what I want to kind of see quickly. Has this Nuggets team gotten blown out recently? Because Jokic really keeps everything close. And really, he's the only one that's doing everything 
everything and really anything out on the floor on a nightly consistent basis. We got the Nuggets at currently the sixth seed in the Western Conference in the playing tournament. All that, six and four in their last ten. So let me just quickly see. Has When was the last time that this Nuggets team got blown out? Because Jokic and Embiid really are the two front runners here. We got Jokic averaging 26-13-8. I mean, it's just absolutely fantastic. Uh, so here we go. Game logs. I just want to see when was the last time they got blown out. Here we go. Just rattling off the last few games here. Win by one. Win by ten. Win by one. Lose by six. And really getting blown out is like anything ten or more. So six point loss. No, that's not blow up. Uh, we get uh, win by 17 against the Knicks. No surprise there. Win by 20. Lost by eight. Lost by four. Lost by 15. There it is against Minnesota. That was probably their last blowout loss. And then besides that, we got a loss minus four, a loss minus 23. That came at January 16th over the Jazz. So like in the last two months, we get two blowouts. Where with Joel Embiid, let's uh, look at what, how many times they've been blown out in the last two months, month and a half, however you want to count it. Here we go. Let's get Joel Embiid's stats up here. Joel Embiid is averaging 29, 11, and 4. And once again, it's great. These are great numbers. He's just got a couple more points, three more points. But I get two more rebounds with Jokic and about six more or four more assists. So I'm still, I still think Joel Embiid, or I, I think Jokic really should be the front runner. But let's see these blowouts here by Joel Embiid in the 76ers. So just the last game, they lose by 48. And what a big old blow. What's the what was the biggest loss here by this Nuggets team so far this season? We had the the loss by 15. We have the loss by 23. That's the largest so far. 23 is the largest loss so far. They lost by 29, but he wasn't playing, so I'm not going to count that against Joe Kick. So, yeah, their biggest loss was 23 points. Definitely a bad loss. And I understand for the 76ers, you know, they don't have James Harden quite yet. They lost Seth Curry. They lost Andre Drummond. They lost their depth ability. I get it. But, I mean, we're talking MVP. I mean, come on. Step up for your team. Be the leader. Yes, I know that you've lost your guards and you've lost your depth here at the trade deadline, but that's what MVP should be doing. Uh, Joe Kick has not have Jamal Murray all season and then he lost Michael Porter Jr. midway through the season and we know Aaron Gordon is not an offensive guy so he just has to go out there and do it all himself and he does it all himself all year long consistently but here we go for Joel Embiid and the 76ers how many times have they got blown out in the last month we've got the 48 point loss in their last game against the Celtics that's such garbage that's such a woof that's a woof right there folks big old woof uh, we have a nine-point loss against Dallas. One point away for a blowout. We won't officially count it. A one-point loss. A 19-point loss against Washington. Against Washington. They're getting blown out by Washington and the Celtics. Come on. Come on. If you were getting blown out by the Suns and the Bucks and the Bulls, maybe we can give you a little bit of a the benefit of the doubt there. But, I mean, you're getting blown out by 19 against the Wizards. Come on. So, twice so far over the last month. Then we have an 11-point loss against uh, Charlotte Hornets. They lost against the Hornets, folks, by 11. Uh, so that's three, and that's kind of three in the last month. So, yeah, one more blow, and their blowouts are so much more worse and so much more bigger against bad teams. So I'm saying Jokic is, should be the front runner of MVP, and uh, he won MVP last season, so I know he's not going to get it because the league didn't even want to give it to him last season. The fans, everybody on social media was like, oh, no, oh, no, Jokic is nowhere even close to be MVP and laughed about it. And he still gets no respect for his MVP uh, last season. Is he doing better than what he did last season? Last season, he averaged, he averaged 26, 10, and 8. And one MVP. This season, he's averaging 26, 13, and 8. So, I mean, he's averaging basically the same, but three more rebounds. And he's not getting blown out. And he has less help than he did last season. Back-to-back -back MVPs for Jokic. Officially stamp of approval by takes by fans. Yes, sir. That's what we love heading into the All-Star break. Obviously, everything can happen after the All-Star break. But going into the All-Star break, he is my front-runner MVP, folks. You don't see him getting blown out by 43 points. Come on, come on.
All right, so back to the game last night. Taking the Nuggets plus five. Fantastic. They win outright. Cash out. Uh, joke it. Great night. 35 points, eight assists, 17 rebounds. We have Aaron Gordon, 10 points, five assists, nine rebounds. Once again, can't rely on him to score the ball at all. Uh, we have Monte Morris, 13 points, hit the game, winning three, big time shot there. Bryn Forbes coming off the bench, 22 points, four of seven from the three. Love Bryn Forbes. Love that man. That man is such a great role piece, folks. Absolutely. Shout out to Bryn Forbes. The man can score points in the starting lineup on good teams. Um, and he just finds his way. 29 minutes playing last night. I absolutely love that. So well done for the Nuggets last night, still winning. And for this Warriors team, they just can't get it done with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Andrew Wiggins. The big three is no longer doing as good as they were with uh, Draymond Green in the starting lineup. So, unfortunate loss again with this Warriors team. Steph Curry, 25 points, 6 assists, had a nice clutch shot. Unfortunately, Monte Morris said, hey, I got the ball last, though, and he called game. We had Klay Thompson, 16 points, 3 of 10 from the 3. Andrew Wiggins letting us down. Man, oh, man, Andrew Wiggins letting us down. No, no, no. 9 points, 1 of 5 from the 3. Nothing great. So everything was just a little bit lackluster last night. We still get the bench of Jordan Poole, 15 points. Jonathan Kaminga, 12 points. And even Otto Porter Jr. with a nice 10.7 rebounds coming off the bench. So the depth is there. But closing out games, this Warriors team is kind of struggling, which is really weird because, you know, they got great leadership in Steve Curry and Steph Curry, but, you know, losing against some teams that they should not be losing against, you know, getting beat on the final plays of games, things that we haven't really seen with this Warriors dynasty, and it's all really kind of coming out this season. So they definitely need Draymond Green back, and once again, that speaks so much to how impactful Draymond Green is to this Warriors team, so stop disrespecting Draymond Green. Y'all love to disrespect that man. He's a huge piece of that dynasty. He's the three to that big three. Give that man his respect and credit. Uh, but the Nuggets get the win, 117-116. And then the final game of the night here, our last bet. This is the one that broke us last night. How unfortunate. Uh, we hit the Nets plus four. We hit the Nuggets plus five. And we swallowed points with the Jazz. And unfortunately, that was foolish with us. Lakers get the win 106 to 101 over the Jazz here. So I'm ready to kind of move this Jazz team out of being a good team, a good kind of upper echelon team in this league here. Rudy Gobert's first game back, so we'll give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there, just a tad. But once again, we knew we we know Rudy Gobert gets burned by the bigs. I just thought the leadership um, and the kind of the camaraderie that Rudy Gobert brings to this team would uh, elevate everybody else, and it really didn't do that. So we're done with the Jazz. Really, this is not a good team anymore. Rudy Gobert was a minus twenty-seven on the floor, folks. It's absolutely atrocious. We know we can't guard AD on the perimeter and. Uh, he was kind of getting bodied a little bit down low as well. So Rudy Gobert truly letting us down last night. Five points, 11 rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, 37 points, four steals, five assists, three rebounds. He had a nice night. Uh, Mike Connolly, a minus 25 on the floor. Him and Rudy Gobert were the worst players by far. So the next highest minus on the floor that mattered was Royce O'Neal, a minus five. So we go from minus 27, a minus 25, and then a minus five. I mean, that's how trash Mike Connolly and Rudy Gobert were out on the floor last night. Uh, Bogdan Bogdan or Bohan Bogdanovich, 15 points. Off the bench, we had Air, uh, Jordan Clarkson, 13 points, taking 14 shots. Tied for second most, classic. Hassan Whiteside, 7 points, 8 rebounds. He was a plus 20 on the floor. Shout out to that. So, man, oh man, Jazz just coming up a little bit small here. Truly disappointing losing against this Lakers team. You should not be losing against this Lakers team. But uh, we had LeBron James, 33 points, 6 assists, 8 rebounds, shooting 60%. Fantastic. Anthony Davis, 17 points, only 2 rebounds last night. And then Russell Westbrook, 17 points, 6 assists, 7 rebounds. Still had 5 turnovers, but still a plus 5 on the floor. So solid production, solid positive production by Russell Westbrook. And then Malik Monk, letting us down a little bit. 13 points, 2 of 6 from the 3, 41% shooting on 12 shots. Really need him to be a huge impactful piece here. I mean, we know we've got the big three of the Lakers, but besides that, we don't get anything consistent. Uh, so that's where, you know, we need Malik Monk to step up and fill in a little bit better than what he's been doing. But the Lakers ended up getting the win, so we can't knock it too much here. And the Lakers get the win 106 to 101. Alrighty, that is all the NBA from last night. Now let's see what we have on tap for tonight in the NBA. Let's see. We had two of three last night. Let's see if we can do a little bit better here. Go 100% perfect. 
and let's see what we've got cooking tonight. So here we go. Just a handful of games on. What do we got? Five games on. All right. So, all right. You know, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle here to find the value since we only can pick from five games, but we are up to the task. So here we go. First game up here is the Heat at the Hornets. Heat minus five. Hornets plus five. All right. Now this is interesting because we're at a crossroads here. We've already sold the Heat. We're done. They're not the kennel anymore. They're not the dogs. We said everybody in the kennel has been euthanized and the kennel has officially closed. Where this Hornets team, you all know how we feel about this Hornets team. So, Heat minus 5 is seeming like great value, especially if everybody's going to be playing. And that's kind of what we need by this Heat team now. And how unfortunate is that? We need everybody to be playing now for this Heat team. Man, oh, man. Well, we just needed one player. We just needed one star. One star to be playing two weeks ago. Now we need everybody. How unfortunate. But here we go. For the Heat, we get Markeith Morris is still out. Jimmy Butler, a game-time decision. Tyler Hero still out. And get, uh, Caleb Martin is also a game-time decision. So let's see quickly. Can we get Jimmy Butler going? Oh, there it is. NBA Fantasy Labs. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. We get double here by NBA Fantasy Labs. Thank you all. How fantastic. Jimmy Butler expected to play 37 minutes ago. And Caleb Martin plans to play. So we just had game-time decision. But an hour ago, he plans to play. So, no Tyler Hero. I get it. But we know this Hornets team is not any good. So, Heat, don't let us down here. And I know they won't. Uh, so, Heat minus five. Uh, earn a little bit of your dog status back. And we're going to have to kind of see like a three games, three solid wins covering the spread in a little bit of dominating fashion for this Heat team to try to get their Heat nickname and kind of persona back onto them. So it starts here, Heat. Take advantage. I love that minus five. Y'all know we don't bet this Hornets team. Stop it. This is still a little bit of disrespectful value by Vegas as well. Vegas loves the Hornets. I still don't get it, but we won't be betting it. Heat minus five. Get us, give us that. Absolutely. Um, all right, next game up here is the Wizards at the Nets. Wizards plus five, Nets minus five, both on the back-to-back, -back, so no thank you here. Uh, we get the Mavericks at the Pelicans. Mavericks minus two and a half here. Pelicans plus two and a half. And we, you know, this Mavericks team, they're winning games. We can't knock it outside shooting. Very reliant. Where this Pelicans team making strides of getting better. Maybe not just quite there to start winning these games quite yet. But here we go, the ins and outs. We get Tim Hardaway Jr. out, Reggie Bullock, Trey Burke, game time decisions. For the Pelicans, we get Larry Nance is still out in Zion. We know is still out as well. And he's thinking about having a second surgery. Oh, my goodness. How unfortunate with Zion Williams, folks. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so Mavericks minus two and a half here, folks. I'm ready to ride this wave. We love their outside shooting. They win. And once again, this Pelicans team not quite ready to take that next step of competing with the upper echelon teams. And we do have to put this Mavericks team in the upper echelon category. Their outside shooting, it just gets it done, folks. They don't do anything down low. They're not interested in that. They're just going to fire a ton of threes from you, a ton of outside shots. And uh, they're going to live and die by it. And we see them living by it. So I I'm ready to cash in on it. Mavericks minus two and a half. Not swallowing that too much. We love it. All right, next game up here. We get the 76ers at the Bucks. 76ers at the Bucks. We get 76ers plus six and a half. Bucks minus six and a half. And we know we can't bet the 76ers team until after the All-Star break when we get James Harden back. They are very, very light overall. Um, and then for the Bucs, um, everybody's going to go for the 76ers. But for the Bucs, we get Brooke Lopez still out, Pat Connaughton out, Grayson Allen, a game-time decision. So uh, Bucks being minus 6.5 here, they should get it done, but uh, and they should cover the spread. But we are going to stay away from it because the 76ers got absolutely embarrassed. I mean, we're talking about Doc Rivers being fired, folks. We just said that the other night. Uh, so we'll stay away from this one. We got two great games already locked in. Love the value tonight. Heat minus 5, Mavericks minus 2.5. I love that value. Uh, so won't push it with the 76ers. And then the last game of the night here, we get the Rockets at the Clippers. Rockets on the back-to-back, -back, so we will still we will stay away from it. Rockets plus 11, Clippers minus 11. This is a night for this Clippers team to, you know, kind of win, dominate, and kind of, you know, get back a little bit on our good side here. We've lost a lot of kind of value and a little bit of uh, respect of this Clippers team overall maybe this last week and a half here. So we'll stay away from this game because it's the back-to-back. -back, but loving this value tonight. Sheesh.
sheesh. Heat Mavericks. I don't know if I felt this way about a two-team parlay in a while, folks. Wow, wow. Plus 272 odds. So you put 50 bucks on it. You're walking away with 186. I absolutely love that value tonight. Sheesh. This is fantastic value overall. Heat minus five. Mavericks minus two and a half. Swallowing points, but not caring at all. Alrighty, that is going to do it for us today, folks. We are back live tomorrow, noon Eastern, where we put a bow on the NFL season, taking a look back at what we said before the season started and how it was all going to play out and who was going to be good and who was going to be bad. That gets exposed and revealed tomorrow. Do we know what we're talking about? Do we predict the future to a T? How do we do? We'll uh, go over that all tomorrow. Saved on our Google slide. It has not been tampered with, folks. You can go back to the video that uh, you know we uh, put out. Let, let me see if I can bring that up real quickly here. Um, you won't see it on the screen, but let me see. I don't even know. what uh, Prediction. Let me just say prediction. Uh, let me search my videos for the word prediction. What do we got? What do we got? Final predictions and expectations show, folks. We did this on September 9th. So you can go back, verify everything. We did not change anything in our Google Docs. That's not our style of being like, hey, you know, you know we're trying to swindle y'all. We don't do that over here. So you can go back. September 9th, the episode is called Final Predictions and Expectations Show, but we also just put out the clip, Final Predictions and Expectations before, let me get the full name of this video, man oh man, it is a mouthful, Final Predictions and Expectations before the 2021 NFL season kicks off, as posted September 9th, folks, so don't disrespect me by saying, oh, you just changed everything to make yourself look good, we know what we're talking about overall. But that, uh, that's what we're doing on tomorrow's show, folks. Cannot wait for that. Going to be, uh, I, I honestly can't even remember all of them. There's like two, there's two I remember. We called the Super Bowl champions and, uh, you know, we disrespected a rookie wide receiver. Uh, but uh, we haven't really looked back. The, the last time we actually looked at that list was like week two. And that was just to say something to be like, hey, you know, we said that up before the season. But we haven't really looked at that list uh, since week two. So I don't re even really remember what it says. Big old list. Take up, took up two slides. And I only know really two facts from those. But uh, either way, we're looking at it tomorrow. Cannot wait for that show. And uh, that's what we've got tomorrow on the show, folks, As long, uh, uh, along with breaking down the NBA and any stories that uh, kind of come out. So, all righty, folks. We got a notification on Twitter. What's this notification at? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people uh, people are not liking the take that we had yesterday uh, when Richard Sherman <laughs> Richard Sherman was talking about Matthew Stafford not being uh, not being a Hall of Famer and all that. And then we said, hey, Matthew Stafford, you know, one ring, Aaron Rodgers, one ring. Uh, Matthew Stafford takes the risks on the throws. Aaron Rodgers does it. So we kind of said in a tweet that, you know, hey, we take for the next three seasons, we take Matthew Stafford over Aaron Rodgers. And then somebody comments on <laughs> under the video says and you wonder why people don't watch your shit uh so okay y'all can hate that's fine I, i've got no problem with it i mean folks do y'all not understand that what we talk about is always like a week before what the national media says like uh, truly track that all right what do we say about you know, like the Hall of Fame being watered down. We said that before the season started. And then Richard Sherman gets credit for saying it like two days ago on his podcast. Okay, y'all give him credit. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I truly don't care what y'all say. Y'all can clown me. That's perfectly fine, folks. My 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 takes always get backed up. I'm never worried about it. So um, clown me, dog me, cancel me, whatever, folks. We're, we're no worries over here. Alrighty, folks, we are out of here. We'll see you tomorrow uh, for the show. We'll be here noon Eastern tomorrow, folks. Alrighty, we are out of here. Fantastic value in the NBA, folks. I cannot, cannot get over that value. Love those two teamers. Uh, partly those together, minus five, Heat minus five, and Mavericks minus two and a half. Absolutely love it. Alrighty, folks, we are out of here. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great one. Alright, folks, we're out of here. <laughs> we're out of here. Uh, yeah, we're out of here. Alright, folks, we're out of here.